Follow The Ron Show on Facebook at The Ron Show Radio. The Ron Show on America One Radio. So as we continue through Black History Month, here are some of the things that happened on this day, February 13th, throughout Black History. The Negro National League of Baseball is founded. This in the year 1920, some 40-odd years before Jackie Robinson would break the color barrier. Andrew Rube Foster, who was a baseball player and manager, along with other team owners, created uh, eight teams under the Negro National League, which was founded in Kansas City, Missouri. It was three years later that the first professional black basketball team, the Renaissance, would be founded. The Renaissance, also known as the Wrens, were created by Bob Douglas, an athlete and sports promoter who was known as the father of black professional basketball. Hmm, didn't know that. I'll go ahead and stay in the world of sports before we uh, leave out of that. It was in 1977 that a fellow by the name of Randy Moss would be born. Randy Moss is only three years younger than me? Whew, man, am I getting old. Uh, Randy Moss, by the way, was a fantastic football player at uh, the University of Marshall, Marshall University in West Virginia, his home state. He then, of course, played 14 seasons in the NFL, holds the record for touchdown receptions in a single season, set back in 2007. I believe that is still there. 23 touchdown receptions in the year 2007. He, of course, now a TV analyst and uh, one that I'll never forget. I, what I'll never forget about Randy Moss was that he played for the Minnesota Vikings the year, the first year the Falcons got the Super Bowl. And we thought there's no way in heck that we're going to be able to beat Randall Cunningham and Randy Moss in Minneapolis in that loud domed stadium. And yet we did. As great as he was. And he played in two Super Bowls, despite not getting to the one because of the Falcons back in 98-99. He never actually won a Super Bowl ring. That's kind of crazy to think. And he played, I believe he played on that undefeated New England Patriots team that the 9-7 and New York Giants upset in the Super Bowl that year. Remember that? That crazy catch David Tyree made? Oh my gosh. Anyway, uh, it was on this day in 1977 that that former NFL great was born, Randy Moss. Uh, okay, so let's do a little culture here. 1893, Matilda Cicireta Joyner-Jones, known as Cicireta Jones, was able to perform during a benefit concert for the World's Fair Colored Opera Company, the first African-American to headline a concert at Carnegie Hall. Jones, a soprano, was often referred to as the Black Patty after famous Italian opera singer Adelina Patti a stage name she didn't really care for. <laughs> she was born in Portsmouth, Virginia, and moved to Providence, Rhode Island with her family later in life. By the way, while we're on the subject of black history, my guest tomorrow, I am excited about this. His name is Kevin Levin. <laughs> it, it just now caught, caught my mind. Kevin Levin. Maybe it's Levine. I'll ask him. It could be Levine. It makes more sense to say Kevin Levine, right? But there's no E after the, whatever. Kevin joins us to talk about uh, his latest article on his Substack. Uh, he is a noted Confederate historian and author. Uh, and uh, he posted uh, a blog recently all about my hometown of Augusta, Georgia. Well, not all about it, but about a Confederate monument that still stands to this day on Broad Street in downtown Augusta. It's insane. It really is. And uh, uh, we're going to dive into the history of that monument not only of the monument, but who was there when it was uh, introduced uh, to the public and some ties to 
uh, a massacre that occurred across the river just a few years before that monument would be erected. Long after the Civil War, uh, years after Reconstruction had officially come to an end, back then, y'all, the South used to just throw Confederate monuments up, not just to honor the fallen, but also as a tacit, we're not forgetting, and don't you forget either, who runs this show, sort of shadow. Literally, some of these statues and, and monuments casting long shadows over the black population at the time. I, of course, a history junkie and native Augustan, learned something in reading this that I'm going to share with y'all tomorrow, as will Kevin, that I had never heard before. And probably because we don't have critical race theory taught to us in our public schools or colleges. And I'd have to wonder why we weren't taught this. I, I, I knew about... I knew about some of this, like I knew there was a Hamburg community just across the Savannah River uh, in South Carolina, bordering Augusta, Georgia, but I didn't know about the Hamburg Massacre. Hmm. See, I'm, I'm giving you a little little taste of what, what our conversation will be about tomorrow. I'm very excited about that. Uh, Kevin Levine or Le- Levin, <laughs> I'll ask him. I'll ask him before we go on the air all about that. And then I'm going to ask him, what do we have to do to get the rest of these statues and monuments down? My God, I can't believe this is still up in my hometown. It's disgusting. Augusta, by the way, is... Well, let me check the demographic. I think Augusta is a majority-minority city like, a, like Atlanta is, right? Yeah, it is. It's uh, 55% black or African-American. That being said, I'm no idiot. I understand that there was a law in 2019 that Governor Brian Kemp signed into law that uh, gave a lot of these commemorations and statues and monuments some legal protection by the state of Georgia, despite the fact that the Georgia Supreme Court has handed down some decisions that are neither pro nor anti-statue or commemoration or it's kind of a case-by-case basis, yet here we still are in 2023 looking at these gaudy statues, some of them with inscriptions like the one in Augusta that read, No Nation Rose so white and fair, none fell so pure of crime. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Can't wait to talk to Kevin Levin. I'm pretty sure it's Levin. About that tomorrow here on The Ron Show. And with that, I leave you to the rest of your day and evening. We will see you tomorrow, 5 to 6 p.m. here on the America One Radio app and at AmericaOneRadio.com. Today's show notes at RonShowATL.com. <laughs>